Welcome to the Event Room, where event professionals from different backgrounds talk about the latest, most controversial, and interesting topics dominating the minds of the industry right now. This is a candid conversation, the likes of which can only otherwise be found late at night in host hotel lobby bars during industry conferences. So relax and drop in on what event pros really say when no one else is around. This show is brought to you by Endless Events, the event AV company that tells you how it really is. Now, let's brew something up. Love Day and oh, 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 whoop, whoop. <laughs> this is another episode of Event Brew Podcast. I am here with two of three of the Brew Crew boys. We got Will Curran with Event Endless yeah. Events. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's okay. That's my uh, that's my uh, payback for totally messing up hot that one uh, one uh, episode. I think so. I, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll get away with that. And then we have Dustin with one less out in Canada. And of course, Canada. this is Tui or however you want to mispronounce my name with hot. Hey guys. Hey. Woo-hoo. I don't think we're supposed to call out when we're recording what day it well, is, but it but it is Valentine's Day. So. It is. I yeah. sorry to disappoint everybody that's listening because you're probably not hearing this on Valentine's Don't Day. Don't you wish you were yeah. spending Valentine's Day with the three of us? But we're spending Valentine's night together, which is really right. sweet. So we're all recording together. We're sharing a king size bed. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's a water bed, actually. It's a water <laughs> bed. Well called middle. <laughs> well called middle, of course. <laughs> And so then, some, and then just two, he was listening to some smooth jazz right before the recording. Yeah, you, <laughs> you sure, you sure really was, yeah, Forcefully. yeah. It was a whole thing. Well, on this special day of love, what are you two drinking? Well, I'm definitely uh, showing my love back to David Rio, drinking some David Rio chai. Um, And yeah, just being the plain, basic chai drinker that I always am. Dustin, what are you drinking? I'm drinking something really weird, actually. I'm drinking a premier protein drink. Um, I don't know why. I just do you usually do protein sh- like shakes and stuff well like i that? drink i drink these because i'm lazy and i don't i can't figure like a meal replacement the water and the scooping of the stuff and then all the shaking <laughs> i don't want to do that so i just buy them like this Ooh, nice and uh, yeah it's chocolatey it's quite yummy i think maybe next time i'll try the banana flavor and really mix things up but Ooh, um, that's chocolate it, this is chocolate yeah Ooh, t- now you put both of them together and chocolate banana that's what i was thinking a little ice in the magic bullet make yourself a little uh Boom. little frozen treat so uh yeah not exciting at all um but i am really excited about the 160 calories one gram of sugar and 24 vitamins and minerals that i'm taking in right now so mm. very nice very nice and yesterday was the super bowl of course mm-hmm. la rams won. being in la i have to continue the celebration so I am drinking Wonder 20 Higher Vibes. It's a cannabis-infused sparkling beverage. This one is watermelon basil. 25 mm. calories, 10 milligrams mm. of THC for the mind. Oh, Bring wait, there's love. also 10 milligrams of THC for the body. So this looks like a hybrid, a 20 milligram, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. So here I'm we a, go. I'm yeah, a bit that's concerned a... that you're only figuring out the contents of that can as you're halfway finished. <laughs> it's it. my first... think... She's already 10 milligrams in. I think in. that, like, you know, maybe maybe responsible cannabis you should include, knowing what you're consuming before you start consuming <laughs> it. This is my first time having this drink. I got it as a gift, so... 
Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see what, how it... what what is it they say like on Midnight Gospel the guy, the guy talks about he's like he says, "Oh, you know, no one's ever OD'd on on marijuana before. You know, it's usually they just go into like a real freak out zone essentially." So or you become whatever you're sitting on. I've yeah. been a couch many of times. <laughs> this time I'm apparently a waterbed. You're going to be so. a waterbed. <laughs> waterbed, waterbed. Throw in the back. Uh all right, so topic of today's conversation well, tell us about it. So we were talking a little bit about our teams and kind of what what we should do as part of showing love for each other. Like how do we do kind of like team building and, uh, you know, team exercises and things like that. And especially I think like in a remote world too, this is probably going to be really, really interesting. But, you know, when it comes to our event teams, you know, there's probably two definitions of teams. You have the everybody comes together for the event and no one ever interacts beyond like maybe the five minutes of banter at the beginning of the planning call. Right. And that's like a very like freelance, like heavy team. And then you kind of have like the, Hey, we're going to work on multiple events together or our event. We're working so much on this one event together that we do need to have things beyond just the five minutes of banter at the beginning of the call. So I think where we're kind of targeting uh, for this call or this episode, this call um, for this episode of Emperor is to talk a little bit about, what do, do do you guys do and what have you seen work when it comes to like team building, uh, rapport building, culture building within event teams? So then that way – because that way everyone can have a super successful, effective team and everybody knows that you know you can be amazing at planning events. But if you aren't the tightest, most effective team possible, it's going to create disaster. So – did I get it right? Did I yeah, explain? I think so. I think you did yeah. pretty good. You yeah. trailed off a bit at the end there, but it's yeah. had highs and lows, and I laughed, I cried. I thought you were, you're an incredible <laughs> to- you're a storyteller like I've never seen. Oh, just yeah. wait until I like tell you guys like some of my life stories. Um, so so yeah, so uh, Dustin, you were you why don't you kick this off because you were just sure. literally yeah. doing kind of a kickoff for the year and for your team, and you guys are starting to come back to do in person events. So sure, yeah, talk a little bit about like what you what you got going on. Yeah, actually today, so it is the day of love. It's Valentine's Day, so we thought we would share the day with our team and show some appreciation for um, our entire team company wide. So. Um, and it really did stem from two really long, painful fucking years of hard work, of ups and downs, of the unknown. Um, restrictions kept our team from meeting together. Um, you know, because we continued to work all the way through the pandemic, it was really important that our team stay separated. We had a continuity plan. A lot of a lot of our team didn't see each other because we had to keep them in silos to make sure that we didn't have any outbreaks that affected us from being able to work. And then we wanted to make sure that we were always safe coming on site to work with our clients. So this really was as restrictions are lifting here in Alberta, this really was our first opportunity to bring everybody together um, and, and celebrate the fact that we're still here. And in a lot of ways, um, show appreciation to them as a business owner, show appreciation to them for sticking by my side and going through all of this. And there was moments where there was no work and there was moments where there was too much work. Um, so we, um, yeah, so we had a, we had a really fun day planned, um, prior to us getting together. I had, um, I built a really easy Google form that listed the names of everybody that we work with. And I said, everybody just put in a short story, a few words about everybody. It doesn't need to be complicated. Tell me something funny about them. Tell me something you appreciate in them. So our entire team did that and we turned them into essentially like great big huge valentine's day cards for everybody so it was everybody at their place setting had this like big almost like a placemat and it had all of the things that everybody said about them on it so it's just like and they they were so sweet to each other and like you really 
you know, as a business owner and as somebody that doesn't interact with everybody on my team on a regular basis, you really got to see how tight they all really are and how much they appreciate each other. So that was really sweet. Um, I had an incredible um, coach come in and um, and uh, chat with my team about um, about togetherness. We talked a little bit about trauma. We talked a little bit about um, you know just some some basic working together as a team and rising out of this fog and um, getting to know each other again and getting to appreciate each other. Um, I got the opportunity to update the business, um, which was great because our finance manager got to tell them that we're going to be okay. Because sometimes I don't think they believe me. Um, so we got to kind of celebrate that and we got to have a moment where we said we made it through this and we're going to be okay. And we shared business levels, we shared what's coming up, and there was a there was just a lot of relief. Um, and then I think one of the most the one of the coolest things that we did today is I reached out to um, quite a few of our key clients that we worked with over COVID, and I had them send me a video of appreciation for my team um, because I have a mixture of you know operational, frontline, administrative, project management team, um, they don't always get to hear what the clients have to say about us. So we had our clients were so generous and they gave us these beautiful videos back that just shared appreciation for sticking it out, for sticking it out with them, for doing what we do and creating a magical experiences. So they all got to sit and watch these videos and they were just, they were, they were really, really powerful. And, um, I know everybody felt really appreciated and seen, which was really important. And then I had our operations team plan a team building game so they created the one west olympics which was like very Mm. humanizing and it was like putting nylons on your head with a ball in it and knocking down bottles of water and building puzzles and flipping over a blanket while 10 people stand on it and um and working together so all in all it was just a super super fun day we intentionally didn't get into the nitty-gritty of what you know what we need to do to improve we kept all that stuff for another day today really was about showing appreciation for each other about coming together about making sure that as we move into what's going to be a really busy period that that everybody's dialed in together and um and yeah so it was a great place to launch off to set some goals to move forward and as we continue to move forward we'll get we'll get into the hard work but today really was about sharing the love that's so sweet, Dustin. I loved all of that. Like, especially those who feel or receive love by like acts. Um, what is it? Words of affirmation and quality time. Mm-hmm. And I love that you were just like, business is business another day. Let's like really bond and have that human connection. That's amazing. And I'm sure it drives up your morale for your whole entire company to be like, yeah, let's. Yeah, it no. felt it felt really yeah. good. It felt really good to see everybody happy and positive and yeah, it's been a it's been a quite the roller coaster and I and I I'm sure that so many teams and lots of people that listen to us can relate to the the crazy roller coaster and the grind that this has been and as we move back into a more stable in-person business, um it's more important than ever before that our teams are aligned and that they're you know that they're they're ready they're ready for it and we need to now switch gears in a big way which is um which is always a challenge and yeah it felt really good that's awesome yeah i think uh, one of the things that's really cool is that you guys have been remote for like this last better part of the two years and decided to come back in person i think that you know something that we've been really wanting to do since we've gotten larger <laughs> throughout the pandemic is do our like all company retreat and you know mm-hmm. Um, just bring everybody together in one single place. So like we're all spread across the entire world. So that becomes very complex in so many different reasons. And we haven't been able to just because, you know, there hasn't been a, like an equal 
a safety opportunity for everybody within the company to be able to do it. But I'm just excited about the idea of just bringing people together. And I think, you know, one of the best you know team building things that you I think you can do sometimes is just put people in the same room that don't mm-hmm. especially if you don't especially if you're remote but just put them in the same room in like a cabin in the middle of the woods with you know good Wi-Fi and you know give them a TV let them, let them plan and do what they want to do you maybe you do some activities but you know for a lot of people what I found is that they're just happy to be mm-hmm. in person together. yeah leave some space and let them create and let them connect and. Yeah, I think we're you know we're we're kind of coming out of this time where everything has been had to be so scheduled and so rigid because that's the nature of online is that you don't there's not when you're online you don't leave a lot of room to breathe because it doesn't it doesn't fit that format and as we start to bring people back together we've got to remember that you don't have to schedule every second every second doesn't need to have noise and let's make sure that we're creating opportunities for people to connect authentically and give them that space to do so. And they'll fill the time. I don't, I never worry about that, especially people in our industry. They'll, they'll find something to fill the time with. I feel like I give that, that speech, like as of late, that's when you know you're kind of like a master designer is when you plan for not planning anything, you leave Mm -hmm. room just to be. And so that's amazing and incredible. And so, well, are you going to do the, um, your company all hands that's what we call it here at hot yeah yeah I'm, I'm hoping we can as soon as possible um you know i think that we're slowly about to get to this point where it's ready to be able to to happen but you know like for for us like what i realize is that to that point of like the white space that you know sometimes when you give white space what's ironic is you think to yourself oh it's unproductive time people are just mm-hmm. gonna like no you know what ends up happening they all end up having deep conversations you know what comes out of those conversations the next big business mm-hmm. idea right it's like it's very much the reason why google does like the 20 percent time they're like hey cut have a day where you do nothing mm-hmm. or like you know work on your own projects whatever it may be but you know i bet you there's so many people that have conversations because of that and then the next big business idea comes from that as well but yeah i'm definitely hoping that we're, we're going to be able to do it again like it's it's logistically hard because you have to be able to like safely do it for everyone mm-hmm. and that's our, our biggest thing too is like, i couldn't even imagine and i think it's the same way across all event professionals it's like couldn't imagine planning and hosting an event and then it turns out that you're like you're the cause of what got someone sick right mm-hmm. or you know or you know something like that um and i think so back to kind of i think one point about the white space too you know, we're all planners, we're all event people. So we, we constantly try to think about how can we show off and do all the things that we do in a lot of ways. But, you know, for a lot of times, I think that you don't have to go that far, right? You don't have to button up the experience like Dustin, that's like an incredibly amazing experience all put together. But like, I think everyone here is like, well, I have to go to that level, I have to go like, extreme, high quality, to my, you know, my uh, great event management skills, I have to put all that together. No, you don't. You know, like, again, like, choose something that's simple and keep it easy, especially because the last thing that I think that anyone wants to do is get stressed out trying to plan the thing that is meant to be the release and mm-hmm. the fun or the, the team building of your own team. Well, I think, and I think to that point, I did this by myself with no, nobody helped me. I put this whole thing together by myself and it was, it really all in told it took me it took me a few hours to put this together right i engaged my operations team to come up with the the team building portion of it they created it it was fun for them they did that within their work time it wasn't it didn't take me long to do it and i crowdsourced the like the the love parts they submitted all of that to me and you know and i it's it it really didn't take that much effort and um and i think that 
that you know the little effort that it did take from me it was the, the payback was huge and doesn't really matter what happens beyond this day if this day was all i get out of that it was great to feel that energy again mm, good point to me what sort of things are interesting to you in terms of like team building and bringing your team together and culture building within your guest organization or what you've seen in the past at previous organizations. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where you guys were talking about all being virtual and remote to now going in person, there's still that step of potentially hybrid. So in January, we had our company all hands meeting, uh, which ended up being a hybrid event. A lot of people, especially during the variants, um, <clears throat> they decided to cancel or, um, you know, just decided to be a virtual attendee and the one thing that was great in in regards to the newsletters and the emails we were getting was this really accepting community of it's okay like you don't need to come if you do not feel safe like Mm -hmm. here's the process and they let us know like in advance just all of that i think when you create that culture too of just it's okay like wherever your comfort level is in regards to traveling again, like that's your personal decision. And we're going to do our best to accommodate all. And that was something that was really nice because I remember Michael Dominguez did a uh, state of the industry event through MPI SoCal. And one of the things that he said that really resonated with me was um, because I was, I've been traveling. I'm finally back in Venice after like two months of just nonstop. And he said, that um he's been traveling and everything and for someone that's not ready to come back like you would never shame them on doing that and you shouldn't have to shame people who are ready to get back into it Mm -hmm. and so it's just about this this again acceptance and having this community of you know like war we'll try to accommodate there's no wrong way in which you show up um to events as we're getting back into it and so i appreciated that I mean, hot is like constantly a circus of like fun. I feel like on the day to day, at least on the event slash um, strategy and design team today, we were learning about return on emotions and that's how we like go about our five rules to engagement and um, making things fun and adventurous, not just for our clients and the, the guests, but for us internally and like living and breathing by what we, how we design and um, out into our, industry and so um, we do like hap- virtual happy hours we have um some of the things that Dustin you were talking about it's like we go beyond just okay here's the the goals of the year we uh when we do our friday happy hours uh, we've had anything from like astrology matching up pairing with your wine um so your sign has a certain wine to it to um we've had We've had everything that had nothing to do with our industry. It was all just like interests of theirs. We had, oh, one of my favorites is one of our coordinators. Now she's an event manager. She had a all about Dungeons and Dragons uh, meeting. And that was so cool. I had no idea. That was so creative. And she, and we got to choose our avatar or our, I don't know what you could like your skit, like your, your character. So there's like, Mm -hmm. so she like educated us about that. And that was like, that's so much fun. And that like helped me get a glimpse into her world and I shared it on the ILEA connect group on Facebook but another thing that I love about hot and it's like like that that environment is um lunar new year that was my lunch and learn topic I was able to just choose anything I wanted and to be able to say okay well I could talk about creativity or event design but instead I'm gonna I want to educate you know this company on 
Lunar New Year and just my traditions growing up. And it's all going to be virtual and I'm going to be, but I'm going to be in my home in Massachusetts making egg rolls with my mom, Nina, <laughs> in the kitchen. So like, you know, my my real family gets to meet my work family and we hmm. you know get to share these like insights. And as well, um, we had Lillian from CORE. She's based in Las Vegas. She actually hosted it um, with me. And so it was nice to hear her tradition being, um, you know, uh, she's Taiwanese American. I'm Vietnamese slash Chinese American. So just all of those things is mm -hmm. incredible and really built. And none of it was, I mean, all hands. We do talk about our goals and just our vision and, you know, how we're going to get there. But everything else is just curated on getting to know the people that, you work with i think that's really sustainable because if you like who your leader leadership is if you enjoy or you connect with your fellow peers there's just that you don't feel outcasted or you feel very accepted into this this family of fellow crazy event professionals and so yeah i love i love that tui that idea of like take take your coworkers or your employees passions and skills and let them share that like what a like what a cool way to to fill that time and and I think that you know talking about your pillars and your values and like that kind of business update like there's like that stuff has almost become like should have been an email type content where what are we going to do with that time when we spend together and what what cooler than like people sharing their their own experiences or their talents or you know, I think I think that's awesome. I'm going to actually write that down and put that into place because you learn a lot about other people when you learn what their hobbies and skills and about their culture. So that's really awesome. I love that. Absolutely. And then you're just more you're more keen into the world. Your your perspective is what I say, like opens up a little bit more. One of the attendees, he's in our um, warehouse. He was like, you know, just a white male from Texas and he was like, I had no idea. Like you, this, I was like, does that sound ignorant? And I was like, no, that's incredible. And like, thank you for letting me share a part of my story. And whether, you know, you celebrate it or not, it's nice that next time you, um, you know, have a moon cake, you know, like the, why it's a moon, why we eat moon cakes on Lunar New Year or, you know, why we don't call it Chinese because it's mm -hmm. the fourth biggest. So that's the thing is that it doesn't, if, if you generally like, want to know other people's stories and that's why it's so important with being just diverse and inclusive and and the the groups that the tribe that you create within the workforce is because there's just so many things out in the world that can just ignite that that next great business idea mm -hmm. and it could be something so small but if you are able to make that environment where you can have conversations incredible i'm all about that that is so awesome um, well, because you're so, your, your, your company is so remote, like what are, what are some things that you guys have been doing to, to, for people to get to know each other? I think more importantly, because I bet you, you haven't met a lot of your people and yeah. uh, your, your, your teams have probably not met face to face. Well, one of the first things I like definitely, I mean, like to caveat this is that like I've grown to accept the idea that I might not get to meet uh, everyone in person, right? Like I'm hoping that we can start doing this all hands, you know, in uh, you know, company retreat once a year and bring everyone together. And that's how like I get to finally meet a lot of people in person. But one of the easy small things that I personally do is that whenever I'm traveling, I go out of my way to meet people. 
mm-hmm. right? Like, so what I do is like, for example, I'm going to Denver in a couple of weeks. And as soon as I knew I was going to be going, I hit up my two employees who are in Denver and I said, Hey, um, I'd love to schedule time to, to, to meet with you. Like, what do you got going on these days? One of them, ironically, I'm going up to Breckenridge for um, a friend's like bachelor weekend, which feels like the only reason I traveled this last two years. But that's and a nice place so to he, be. I, it is, it is. And so, ironically, he's going to be up in Breckenridge too. So I was like, hey, like we'll meet up, we'll be able to spend a little bit more time together. Um, but at minimum, what I did is I flew in a little bit early, and I'm going to meet up with another one of my employees who's in Den- the Denver area and grab lunch. And like at minimum, do that. Like at least just get a chance to like see that we're real people across from each other. So I think that's one of the biggest things that you can do. That's really, really simple. And, and also strongly encourage people to do it. Cause it, it's, 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 I don't know what it is. It's weird, but it's obvious to me to be like, Hey, yeah. Like, you know, if you want to meet your other employees, like we might get to do an all company retreat, but like, if you really want to meet one of your employees, like, you know, don't hesitate to just fly and go like spend the, the weekend over or the weekend or the week co-working or whatever it is. And, and a lot of times too, like, Everyone cares about each other so much. I'm sure people have spare bedrooms that they'll stay into. For example, Keaton uh, on our team, he uh, he was like, hey, yeah, like anytime you want to come to Texas, let me know. I have a spare bedroom. So literally flew in there one time for a week before we had to like fly out to a site visit. And I just literally spent the week co-working at his house. And it was so cool to get to like I think spend that time and build that relationship on there. So I think that's one really small thing. So th- that's one example. And I think the other example too is that it doesn't have to be like – super complex and really, really overly done. Mm-hmm. So for example, one, one, one of the things that I do is also making sure that it's reoccurringly on the calendar. It's, it's on it, it's planned, it's ready to go. So then that way, if you know something pops up, you don't aren't like, oh man, I got to reschedule this or, oh, you know, I'll plan this a month out or whatever it is. Like I just put a, an hour on every single month on the calendar for us to do a company social. And again, like I'm all about simplicity because we're all super stressed and a lot of times you don't have to overthink this stuff. And for a while we had an awesome teammate on our team who literally like uh, had these like activities that she did from as part of one of her college classes, like as like trivia and she did like uh, origami one day and like just had these cool activities. She liked doing that. So she just let it and just planned it. And she literally just recycled stuff she did in her class, which was cool. But um, she's no longer here. But one of the things that we did for a long period of time is like do something like this upcoming friday we're doing um we're doing among us so literally our team our company loves among us so literally we're just scheduled sent out a calendar right that's reoccurring every month and i literally say hey we're gonna play among us and whoever shows up will play and play games with each other you know you can do jackbox um one cool thing to look for is look for like virtual board game lists there's like mm-hmm. a humongous google doc online that we found during the pandemic we used for our board game night i just brought that to my company and said hey here you go here's a list of 200 board games you can play virtually and i think that worked out really really well just to because for you know once a month you do that for an hour oh it's it's just really beneficial and um really fun for the team to be able to do that it creates like stories to tell and fun memories Mm -hmm. in the future and when you said that i was like oh i I remember when i was in vegas the team we did a survivor so like the new season, so every I let's say it was like Tuesday night, we would watch the new season. Everyone would have um, a, a a participant, and so you ended up getting invested because the incentive was if your part if your person won, you got like I think like two hundred dollars and a and a day off, and so you didn't have to watch it. But when we started our staff meeting the next day, um, we did a whole entire ceremony where we're like, and the person that got you know kicked off the island is. Dustin, who was Jeremy in 
in it. And so then I would like Photoshop Dustin's head on the character. And then we would have this stream um, above one of the walls and we would just start adding people's names. But it ended up being this like hilarious joke. And we were talking smack to each other in between like walking past like great production meeting. But, you know, your character is <laughs> definitely going to get knocked off the next season. That's and awesome. so. I yeah, so just those little things, like if you can create, because that's what we do, right, for our these attendees that we don't even know, we've never even met. We just know their maybe persona, their demographic, and we know the client's objectives. But it goes back to, for me, I make it a point to design an event for my friends, whether they're event, event industry related or not. Like, I want to use my skill set and do something meaningful. And being my own client is amazing having my own budget is not so I'm like, damn it. Like I was like, wow, why is this so expensive? Or I am not meant to be on site. I've walked up that st- those staircases like 10 times to bring plates up, but it's just being able to create something for, for the people that you work with every day. Like I can say that there's no one on my events team that I don't like. And there's a handful of them that I love. Like I genuinely love them because they're just incredible humans, but that's because we're all able to have the um, chance to get to know one another. And because we're mostly all uh, virtual, I, I'll set up like a half an hour with them on like a random Thursday just to, for us to catch up and not talk any program related things at all. So, That's great. Yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure on, on business leaders to do one-on-ones with their team. And I think we need to encourage our teams to do more one-on-ones with each other. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's an expectation that as the business owner that I'm going to schedule one-on-ones and, and have that time with people. And I think one thing that I want to do is make sure that they know that they can do that with each other too. And they should be doing more one-on-ones and, and reach out to somebody that you haven't worked with in a little while or somebody you haven't connected with and on the clock, like take some time to, to, to hang out, go for lunch together, go, you know, do a Zoom call together, like share, share something. And um, yeah, I love that. And I suggest yeah. some people that you don't really work with that's on your team. Like when I go yeah. to Austin, one of the uh, my accounting buddies, like we do, we have the same hobbies. So we try to make it a point to take a class together, a workout class together because we like both enjoy it. So I got, I got a good tool that I think uh, everyone can uh, utilize. If you're saying like, hey, like we get me people to meet up together and meet each other more often. So we use a tool called Donut. Um, here at uh, Endless, um, if you want to see it in action, uh, join the uh, uh, the Event Profs uh, Slack group that we created. If you just go to helloendless.com, you click on community, you can join um, to see it in action. But what's cool about it is you can we set up a very default one. Anyone who joins this channel, it randomly pairs two people together once a week or like once every two weeks, I think we did. Um, and what's cool about this is that, A, people can say, like, I need to be excluded for two weeks while I have a program going on. Or, I need, uh, you know, I've already met with, I know this person too well. I don't want to meet with them anymore. You know, you can do all these things. But what's also cool is you can set up other random groups. So, for example, you can even do, like, lotteries. Like, you can do, like, lunch with the CEO and, like, have everyone join the channel. And then it picks a lottery winner out of that. You can do things like, hey, eat every person that joins this channel or, or joins the group chooses what department they're in. And once per week, it pays there's, you know, depart operations and sales and they have to meet with each other in that sort of way. And it's super duper cool to be able to do that. And, you know, we, we've been doing that now for 
three, four years now or so. And it, it's worked really well to bring people together. And, and it kind of creates that system for people to meet with each other because otherwise, you know, it's very easy to get in silos and very, very easy to kind of like prioritize. But when you have a, a random robot says, hey, Tui and Will, you guys are partners this week. When are you going to schedule time to meet? And then also use the statistics to track who's meeting, who's not meeting, all those things like that. Hmm. It's just super duper helpful. And is that a Slack plugin? Yeah, it's like a Slack app. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I think it's like donut.ai is the URL. Or if you just search donut and Slack. Yeah, it's And it'll be in the show notes. Don't yeah, worry. of course. Yeah, of course. So go check out the show notes. Come on, people. Right after you rate and review. Thank you. We write those by ourselves. <laughs> Um, and then another like quick little tip, I think Dustin was saying it is I receive love with words of affirmation. I'm big on that. And so in my inbox um, folders, I have one called, quote, everything's fine. So when I'm having a, a stressful day or like a bad day, I collect and just keep things that like clients say that were nice or like your peers said that was like, great job to on that one event. And so you're mm-hmm. not feeling so worthless when you're like, I'm on a tight deadline. I'm just so focused. And, you know, life sucks right now. Just being able to pull back and, and say, oh, you know, let's like read through some things that. Yeah, totally. Like, I'm a badass. My- <laughs> I got this. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and it's nice, too, because just like vulnerability, if you're able to be vulnerable when having conversations, you, mm-hmm. quote, allow others to also be vulnerable when you lead by example in that way, when that really is a part of just that culture that you create, right? So if like, Dustin, if you're just, you're like, okay, here ops, you planned this whole thing. These are my ideas. Like have fun. I'm the CEO like mm-hmm. that. But no, you're like, these are, this is what matters to me. So I'm going to give my team the opportunity to just be participants and just be a part of it versus like doing another job. We That's something else that we, when we do events, like internal events, we don't hire the event team to produce it. We right. have on-site staff that will, right. you know, so that we can just focus on whatever the content may be. Mm. So what about within, do you guys ever chat or do that within like with like competitors or like, of course, clients, because there's an, you know, an underlining objective to to hopefully Mm -hmm. partner and get sales but do you guys ever do that within like industry colleagues but like what kind of what kind of chatting are we talking about here like price fixing like something we're gonna go to jail for or (laughs) (laughs) no but like if okay so like transparency was a big thing you know back in the day did you i remember chatting with fellow um colleagues in that were competitors that were in my segment being like what are you guys doing or Mm -hmm. another one was when uh association presidents myself and mpi and site one of them actually was alisa now our hot ceo i remember sitting with them at brunch and this is like our moment of instant connection so we're all presidents in 2020 and then right before our drinks come we look at each other and we're like do you guys know what you're doing because i have no idea like i have no idea how to run this chapter right now (laughs) like what is going on in the world and it was so reassuring and comforting for them to say yeah me too like no idea Mm -hmm. what's and it's it's really nice to to think that you're not on an island by yourself Mm -hmm. so being able to have those resources and to be able to reach out to you know especially if it's your work friends are the ones that are really going to get it like you can go and you Mm can uh, vent to your partners and and sort but if they don't really understand the nitty-gritty will do you talk Mm -hmm. to your cats because that's all they've been talking to you all day 
Yeah, you know, the cats <laughs> are super comforting. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Like sometimes just having someone to talk to I think is, is really important. I mean that's why we have peer groups and things like that as well. And I think the the most important thing I think, and this doesn't really relate to team building or anything like that, is just giving people who are in a similar situation someone to talk to. So like, you know, they that they, they I love a saying called you're the average of the five closest people to you. And so I think it's really important for you to surround yourself by people that you look up to, um, that, that, you know, really understand what you're trying to do. And I think that can be really, really impactful. And so when it comes to the team building aspect of things, one other additional thing that I think that you can do is, you know, be able to almost help create those peer groups, right? It's so hard because we spend so much time in meetings where we have an exact agenda and things like that. But I mean, to almost go full circle back to what we were talking about earlier is like, you almost just need to create space where there's open time for people just to meet and talk with each other and be that peer support group with each other as well. And that's actually the whole concept of this podcast, right? It's like the real conversations that we have after at the lobby bar after a conference and it's nice because the feedback that i get now attending more live events in-person events is i like event professionals just casually come up to me and just like start that conversation of oh my goodness i listen to your podcast in which i'm usually shocked and then you know i ask you just and get and when we do our call to action and we get responses and it's incredible to know that we're creating that environment that like community within itself too because you know it's not we don't plan our we don't like have everything to the minute hey dustin at 37 minutes you're gonna chime in with this this is us really having a conversation with with another and it's nice oh i'm sure they can all tell don't worry about that (laughs) i've said that before i was like oh gosh like and i'll say that like no that's at least three three four people have said no that's what we like uh, that's what i like about it I'm glad all four of our listeners are enjoying our format. (laughs) One of them being Nick right now. (laughs) Yeah, one of them being, well, Nick, if you're listening, send us a signal. We want to know that you're actually listening when you're not on these things. (laughs) No, I think you're right, too. I think think that that's, you know, know, being able to share with each other and back to your original point. Like, that's one, one thing that I think came out of COVID where I, you know, I know in my own market, there are, you know, a lot of the business owners and leaders, like, we talked to each other a lot about what was coming? What did we miss? We talked about loans and grants and how to apply for things. And we shared information amongst each other to make sure that everybody was going to be okay. And I think that it, it, we didn't feel like competitors anymore. We felt like we were all fighting for the same thing. And it was such a unique mm. experience to go through. And I think that there's bonds that were built through this that will, that will continue to last. And the challenge now is to keep that same level of communication up as we get back to busy and in the, in the dog pile, all fighting for the same business. Like, let's do that with a little bit more respect for each other and let's keep the communication going and um and yeah i I, i'm hoping for that for for us which in calgary we've got such an incredible community i don't doubt that that will be will be an issue nope not at all but here in phoenix uh it'll be blood blood bath i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i heard phoenix is brutal (laughs) no no not at all um yeah i'm kidding i'm kidding i don't hear anything about phoenix ever because you never come here you go to mexico instead it's true (laughs) but yeah i i think it's all good points i think if there was like one final thing i'd think about when it comes to the team building aspect of things is just like you know make it fun Mm -hmm. make it fun and like i think that was one benefit that uh the one thing i took away from this was the idea that like 
I'm wondering if company town halls, like we do this to celebrate wins and all these things like that, are they getting to the point where there could have been an email in mm-hmm. it or a pre-recorded YouTube, a video that people can watch on their own time and instead use the time to answer question and answer and maybe do some sort of fun social activity or something like that, something that couldn't be replaced in person and instead you know, pre-record the town hall. That's something I think I'm going to try to explore and play around with as well. Mm-hmm. So that was one big takeaway. Look at me. this changed behavior, you guys. I know. I mean, I would say if we're doing advice, team building, it's building there, you know, create that solid foundation and then get to the building blocks because you don't deserve to know everyone's like full story right away. You got to trust them. You got to build that rapport. You got to put in time. And so Mm -hmm. um, that helps, like, especially trust within your your team. Right. Because I know Mm -hmm. if I'm having a day and I have so much on my plate. I know someone cares about me and that's going to reach out and say, can I take some of that off? Mm-hmm. And that that's what team building is all about. So mm-hmm. it, it takes time. It's not just you just like networking events. You don't just go to an ILEA event and think that you're going to get all this business and all these cards and all these new mm-hmm. friends. Right. You go yeah. every single month. And if then, you go, if you go with that expectation, you're going to be disappointed, and it'll be nobody's fault but your own. And I think yep. it's important. We we talked about, um, you know, it was an episode. It probably was a year ago. I mean, who cares about time these days? But uh, <laughs> and we were talking about this sort of like forced interaction that our clients were asking us for during virtual events and they're like but there's nobody chatting and there's like they're they're not talking to each other and they're just like they're trying to force all this engagement and it's like let's we let's not do that including in live so let's make sure that we don't build team building programs that are so rigid that you can't just be a spectator sometimes people just want to be a spectator and that's okay um, sometimes people aren't going to um, hop up and do every activity and feel bold enough to do it and it's you know as designers and as people that work in human experience we have to leave room for everybody and Mm. not everybody's going to want to play every game every time but we've got to make sure that they've got a fun cool safe place to be and that there's no judgment i love that because sometimes i don't want to play all the games sometimes i just want (laughs) to hang out and that needs to be okay too that's true absolutely I've noticed that as I've designed more and more is I talk less and less and I feel and it's so uncomfortable for me because I want to I want to like mm-hmm. force that I'm like, oh, no, I want this to go in this direction. But taking a step back and not using my voice and having that time for others to then use theirs if they choose to is like eye opening for me. But it's so difficult. That's why I like this. Mm-hmm. This podcast is I can just keep chatting and talking. But to. But it's nice, too, because, of course, then you, normally it's Nick that says something really insightful. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> I usually giggle when yeah. Dustin makes fun of Will. And then yeah. <laughs> Will usually has his cat. So it's true. Um, I just want to let you guys know that for someone that enjoys cannabis for 20, 20 milligrams. So I feel like 10 is the normal dosage uh, in an eight fluent ounce can. This is like. I'm like already feeling it, and we're 42 minutes in. <laughs> well, great. 20 milligrams, that's so maybe, why. <laughs> it's like a lot of milligrams, I feel like. Yeah, that's a lot. And I'm yeah. saying that, which I don't, I don't know. I feel like. So stay tuned for the after show. Uh, yeah, the, the two weeks after. Guys, we would actually get the, like, so rich if we, sent, if we actually just sent people the, the pre or post recording of our episodes. That's the best, t- like, content, just my opinion. This, I don't the recording so. part is great, too. I think it's this right here. 
I think we're <laughs> yep. giving our best to our audience. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, let's wrap this one up. Home? Yeah. Yeah. Tui, Tui, take us home. Yes. All right. So um, what's our call to action? What? Oh, if you guys have any team building mm-hmm. uh, examples, like I love that we were all just bra- like sharing and now we're going to take away and apply it to our, our own work family. But if you have something, please let us know. You can email us at Hello, uh, hello, Emma. Oh, Jesus. I knew, <laughs> I knew you were. I was waiting for it. Eventbrew at helloendless.com. Oh, Tui has okay. left the building, folks. Or, <laughs> Dustin, take us home. <laughs> no, I want to finish. Or hashtag Eventbrew on all social media platforms. Yeah, you, you kind of nailed it. You did. It was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> now you just have to say goodbye, Tui. Okay. Well, appreciate you guys. And we cannot Appreciate wait it. to have no, not you, not not you oh, two oh, for for no. the listeners. How our, dare our we think group. that? <laughs> <laughs> but of course, thank you so much, Will and Dustin, for these conversations that we have every week. It is Valentine's Day, even though it's going to be aired not on Valentine's Day, but very appreciative. And there's it's so the much month love. of love. This will air sometime in February. And Black History so. Month. And it's Black History Month. That's yeah. True. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Good job, Tui. Appreciate you. <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. You did, you did okay too, Will. Not bad. Oh, thank you. I love you guys. <laughs> I like the sound, the cat sound effects. There was probably oh, at least yeah. four there was in a there. Lot which of, one was that? There was a lot of cat meowing today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the that, orange cat? Which one is yeah, it? Uh, it's that's really, Wally. It's yeah. really unprofessional. We need to get that under control. <laughs> You're being really unprofessional, Wally. <laughs> All right. We got to get a hair of the cat. It's going to kill me. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye friends. Thanks again for listening to Event Brew. Be sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, be sure to head to eventbrew.com and leave us a comment about this week's episode. See you next time on Event Brew.